right. Well, welcome to the HR Sushi Bar podcast for SHRM 22. Uh, I'm your host today, Jeff Popkowski, and I'm joined here today with my fellow SHRM 22 influencer, Tina Marie Wolfield. Say hi, Tina Marie. Hello. All right. And we have a special guest today and uh, who really goes without need for introduction, but um, I'm, in fact, I'm not going to read bio. I mean, I think we all know this person and, and I'll just repeat what I said last year. If you're in HR, uh, you basically fall into one of two camps. One, uh, you either know Steve Brown or two, you will know Steve Brown. So, so with that, uh, I would like to welcome our guest, um, the ever popular Mr. Steve Brown. How are you today, Steve? I'm great, Jeff. How are you? Hi, Tina Marie. We oh, are I'm well. supposed to say hi. You are. That's, that's the whole greeting part. The mute during this Maybe. doesn't really help. <laughs> I'm in a conversation here. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to keep things kind of casual. We've got just a few questions here, but as usual, um, I'm, I'm sure we're going to we're going to go off the rails, which is a good thing here. Um, so I'm just going to kick things off, Steve, with the first question here. So SHRM 22, the SHRM annual conference, uh, is just a few weeks away. Um, you will, again, be a mega session speaker uh, and joining T- Tina Marie and I on the Sherm Influencers team, which we're excited about this year. But uh, tell us, Steve, what are you most looking forward to uh, at this year's Sherm conference? Humans. Just to be in a sea of humans. I, uh, Being a slight extrovert, uh, I can't help but just be around people. And I know people are waiting to be in person again. We were in person last year in Vegas. And it was a nice uh, dipping your toes in the water type situation. Now I think people are more set and they understand that they can do things in a safe way and uh, they can't wait to see each other. To see people run into the hall and hug each other is just the best thing ever. Even non-huggers are like, oh my gosh, I get to see you. And to see HR peers is, it doesn't, very little gets me more excited. I think we're going to get, kind of get back to our epic, uh, epic attendance as we have, say, back in 2019 and, and before then. I don't think so. I think that there that, that has changed. The whole conference life has changed. There's some people that should learn virtually. And I love that there's a virtual option. I think it's, you know, the, the object is professional development. We, we completely miss that. We're like, I get to see my friends, which is awesome. But the whole point is to get professional development to come back and be a better HR professional where you're at. So, you know, I hope the sessions are fulfilling. I hope the speakers are challenging. If I had to say to other speakers, and I know Tina Marie, you're one as well, uh, I don't see speakers challenge enough. I want to see them come out and say, hey, this is where we're at. This is where is one way to go forward. What steps are you taking? And let's go. Uh, I love making people uncomfortable. Too many people in HR are too comfortable. It's time to shake the tree a little. We're, we're, we're counting on that. <laughs> and that right, goes into, yeah, and that goes into a question, Steve, because this year's conference annual theme is cause the effect. And so how can HR professionals at any level find their voice to be able to cause the effect in their organizations? I love the question. I think the first point is to know that there's a cause and effect whether you have activity or not. 
we just talked about this at an executive meeting. The cost of inactivity is far higher than action. So for people to be remain dormant or on the sidelines or I, I can't do this because or the voices in our head stop us from moving forward, well, you're still causing an effect. It's just not the effect you want. So it's funny. I'm glad you asked about levels. We think we make a difference the higher we go in the organization. I know people at the bottom of the organization who are challenging as well as I do on the top of the organization and in the middle. And usually there are amazing people at all of those levels. So I hope attendees understand that the cause they're doing is to improve their humans. That should be their effect. How they do it, how they come about it, what processes they need to put in place, what innovations they need to put in place. They have to understand without being intentional, they're not having the best effect they could. So I would rather see them say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to own this regardless of my role and make things happen. Anybody can see my face right now, literally, I'm just taking us all in. Like if you, if this isn't a good reason for you to come join us at SHRM 22 based on the last one minute, then I don't know what it is. I mean, Steve, right there, um, just profound, but spot on. So thank you. Thank you for those comments. And I can't, I'm, I'm sure one of your sessions is going to help us get there, right? Well, I hope. I think both of them, one of the things that you guys have seen me do this before. Uh, I'm long past the thing of tell me what to do. I am much more about I'll let you know some ideas, you apply them. It amazes me that people just want this, you know, spoon fed response. You know, give me the silver bullet, give me the three step program, give me the this. I've never seen it work because it takes away the reality of diversity. It takes away the reality of different industries, different company sizes, different company types, different approaches. It just takes it completely away. Uh, I challenge the attendees to quit being passive. Doggone it. I mean, it's a lot of freaking money to go, hey, I just want to be told everything. Come and think. Come and share. Be curious. Absolutely. Well, I can speak from experience having attended a number of your sessions, Steve. You are um, you're a storyteller. You share your experiences and and you you move us emotionally. And I can say every time that I've attended one of your sessions, you, you get me thinking about things that I wouldn't have thought of before I came and listened to the session. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to walk out of walk out of that hall the same way this time uh to attend one or both of your sessions and and again have a new perspective and no you're not going to you know and we've joked about this before steve they're not you're not going to be standing in front of there and you're not going to leave with a slide deck filled with uh prescriptive a b c d i'm going to go back and do this but rather you like you said you're going to challenge you're going to challenge us you're going to get us to think and 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 apply things to what's going to what's going to work within our organizations and will work for ourselves so we really appreciate that. Is this the awkward pause part? It is. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have it and everything. Awkward pause, awkward pause. Awkward pause. Well, let's, let's move on to a, a, another topic that I know is de near and dear to all of our hearts because I like to think it's what brought us together here today. Um, so I think the three of us would agree that social media has allowed so many of us to expand our networks to 
I like to say global proportions. I mean, obviously we know people around the world, Steve, you're, you know, you play pub games with people in the UK and we have friends in Canada and Australia and South, South Africa, all around the world. Um, and it's connected us with amazing people worldwide that we otherwise wouldn't have, probably wouldn't have known. Um, however, there's some on social media, some of us, e even ourselves may have experienced kind of a dark side of it. Um, when I try to get people involved in social media, they bring up things like cyberbullying, negativity, canceling. So what message do you have to those, those that might be reluctant to kind of dip their toe and engage in social media, such as Twitter, LinkedIn, and others? What, what's, what's, what, what advice do you have the, to those that might be reluctant or maybe have had negative experiences? To me, it's the same as being your organization, own your message. So uh, I, I bring forward things that are encouraging and I share others' work. I very rarely talk about myself. Uh, I want others to be given that light because there's so many incredibly smart people around the world. And I enjoy challenging people because I don't want somebody just to agree with me. But if you can use social media to have dialogue and discourse, not sides. Dialogue and discourse, it's rich. It's just electronic. We get so hung up on the platforms, you know, and say, well, it's just, to me, honestly, it's like remote work or in-person work. We're more worried about location than what people are doing. Let's worry about what people are doing. Let's help them perform in what they're doing. The same thing with social media. Help me have conversations. Help me have connections. When someone challenges you, be respectful. Listen to a different way of thinking. If someone just wants to tear people down, that's unfortunate. And that happens, but it happens in person too. We keep blaming it on the platforms. If you're a person that chooses to communicate that way, it doesn't matter whether you're doing it in person or online. So, you know, take the higher road. Not the higher road in spite of others though. I think some people get a little too lofty and go, you know, me, 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 me. Uh, it's funny when you see conferences because people get involved in Twitter during a conference and they lose their minds. Ah, this is great. I mean, look at the cool things. And I went to this booth and I saw this speaker and I learned this thing. And then the day after the conference, silence. And my thing is this, it's just a missed opportunity. You know, I'm grateful that I've had social media to meet people around the world. I want to continue to do that so that we can make our profession better after we get to know each other as people. This isn't just about, you know, let's be HR and cheerlead and all that fun stuff. It's, I want to know other good people. It's funny, years ago, I went to a conference in Atlanta and is when social media was just starting, it was 2008, 2009. And we got together and it was like we were pioneers in the old days going across the, the West, you know, going from the East Coast to the West Coast. And they got to the West Coast and they go, oh, doggone it, there's people here. Who knew? It was the same thing. We're like, I met Jeff and Tina Marie. You're real. We were just astounded by this. There's magic in that. Uh, it has taken boundaries down. It has eliminated geography. It has allowed us to learn globally without even working in a global company. My company is not global, but I can get global perspectives today with a stroke, you know, stroke of keys on Twitter or on LinkedIn. Um, I don't like that people use it for 
ill will or no good. Uh, but people have been that way forever. I choose not to be. I'd rather shed light. There you go. <laughs> well, there deep, go. Thoughts, deep thoughts with Steve Brown. There is <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, if you're going to ask your opinion, let's go. Let's have fun. It's so true. It's so true. It's so true. Um, so I'm going to spin it on the lighter side. So, uh, Steve, what is the best advice you received as a new HR leader or an HR professional that allowed you to build credibility with your leadership team? That's interesting. Uh, When I was a young HR newbie, uh, I had exposure to the leadership team and I didn't know they they were the leadership team. My boss was a CFO. I worked with the VP of operations. I met daily with the CEO. And it was Ken, Bud, and Dick. I didn't know. We weren't titled people. And so the best advice I ever got for them uh, was the story I told in, uh, it sounds so arrogant, in my first book. <laughs> Bitch, if you don't you wrote a have book. that book, Peter on Purpose, uh, buy it at the Sherm Bookstore, on yeah. site or online. Uh, the CEO, uh, Dick Morris. Mm-hmm told me, um, if you're not here for my people, I don't need you. And I was floored. I worked for a Fortune 100 company prior to working for him. I had never heard such a thing. And this was far, far before uh, employee engagement and uh, people first and all this good stuff that's going on now. Um, he, He was an entrepreneur and He's like, you know, he understood without the people who were doing the good work in the plants that he was over, our company didn't exist. It was very, very bottom shelf. And what's funny is we've gotten away from it as organizations. We've got away from it as a profession. Uh, There will be tons of sessions at Shern where people may not even be brought up. Now, you come to my sessions, you better understand it's about people, 100%. Because that advice changed how I could do my job, it changed how I could impact the company, and it changed how I could impact and improve lives of people I work with. What a very simple but profound statement. Yeah, it was kind of a threat. It was kind of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> We should stay, I mean, obviously you talked about him in your first book, but it's resonated with you all this time. And so it's kind of helped, you've, you've brought that message that's continued to, to be very evident in all you do. Yeah, he planted a seed. And, uh, I, I, and what's great, the best advice is never planned advice. I, I hate when people say, here, sit down for a second. You're like, ah, oh, here it comes. And, and the cynicism just jumps in your head. Like, here comes some giant catchphrase. Uh, he was dead serious. Uh, if I wasn't there for his people, he was going to let me go. It wasn't a question. It was an expectation. So what a great seed to plant. And uh, I, I've, I've had more success with that than not. Uh, the companies where I did not, I am not there anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, 
my last question, um, and you, I think you mentioned this earlier, rumor has it, Steve, that you're a little bit of an extrovert. And um, you've just a little and you've shared every year you share a, a goal that you have at every term annual conference to meet every single in-person attendee. And I, this is maybe this is the year that you'll finally do it. So besides your two mega sessions that we encourage everyone to attend, where will the attendees find you at Sherm 22 in New Orleans? I, I was waiting for this question. I will be everywhere. <laughs> and, and I am dead serious. You'll see me in the hall. You'll see me at the Sherm store. I'll be hanging out with the Sherm 22 influencers. Uh, I'll be at social events. Uh, my friend Fred and I learned a long time ago, and Fred taught me this. Uh, when you conference, this is how you conference. You open the conference, you close the conference. So you open the day. So early bird sessions, you're in the front row, cheering people on, learning from them. And when the people are listening to jazz late at night somewhere in New Orleans, you're the one who gets people home. And then you're at the next session in the morning at seven o'clock. Uh, I believe taking in the conference fully. And uh, when I say I want to meet everybody, it's not this big collection thing. I want to meet people because it matters. Favorite story. Years ago, when I was on the Mac, uh, which is the, it's a Sherman thing. Here's the thing. Uh, Aaron Sullivan was working at Sherman at the time. And now she's Aaron Dillard. I love Aaron to death. And Aaron was in programming and Rebecca Briley from Louisiana was there. She will be there working in the Sherm story this year. And uh, Rebecca says, Steve, I want somebody to meet you. They want to meet you. And when I turned around, she screamed. I laughed so hard. She was like the Beatles. I was like, ah! I went, what is going on? I was like, she was like, you're going to talk to me. You're going to talk to me. I go, what is going on? I'm not that guy. I'm just a dude from a small town in Ohio. But she had heard things or thought things, and I don't know. And uh, we're very close friends ever since that very weird moment. Um, I want people to have that passion when they meet people at Sherm. I want people to talk to each other in the Sherm store line instead of worry about how much their socks cost or their I Love HR mugs that they buy. I want people to turn around in sessions and introduce themselves to each other far more than coming and listening to some talking head at the front of the stage. Uh, the people there matter, flat out matter. Uh, the advice Tina Marie, I shared, you know, that goes for conferences too. You know, if you came just to tick some boxes and catch some hours, you're just missing out. It's all this. It, it, I'm not being critical. I used to be critical and that was dumb and narrow. Um, your conference will be much more rich the more people you get to know. We're gonna help you help you break Twitter with all of the Sherm 22 selfies of first timers and people meeting you. So here's a challenge. Why don't you be I, in a selfie with Steve so we can break Twitter? I, I, the, you're going to be hard pressed to beat Anish though. Anish is the king of selfies. I know, I know, but, yeah. but this is a challenge. King. This is, we've dropped the gauntlet. I, I want to meet peers and hear all the good stuff that they do. And this is why this matters. Let me close with one, one little thing. Uh, just before getting on the podcast tonight, I got a note from a young lady who said, I saw you at a Sherm company and I saw you speak and it changed how I view HR. And I have joined the restaurant industry just like you. 
I'm wanting to make some change. And I wondered if you'd give me some time to talk about that. She's not coming to the conference this year, which is unfortunate. But to understand that somebody who came to a session, who now works in the profession, in my industry, reached out afterwards to say, I'd like some advice. That's why you go to Sherman. That's why you go to this event to find people who can be resources for you all the time. So tomorrow, I will reach out to her and say, you bet, let's talk. And we'll go from there. Um, I really hope the other speakers that are coming to the conference are accessible. I uh, hope they understand that it's a privilege to have a chance to do something like this and to connect with people who really are making a giant difference in their companies all around the world. Uh, I, I will never take that lightly. There's no, there's no crying on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. If you're, if you're with me, or you're going to cry. It's what I know. I you will. You will. You like I said. You'll laugh. You'll cry. You'll you'll do a lot of things at Steve sessions. <laughs> uh, That's so you. You're so genuine. I'm so fortunate to have somebody like you speak and and share us your insight, but give us your gift of your time and your story because of so many, there's so many people like the person you described, me being one of them, that have taken something you said and directly applied it in my everyday HR life. That's, so that's, that's why I'm 22. Well, let me, add, let me add, pile on too. And I always say this too. And it's like, you know, I, Steve, I met you about five years ago, I think. And I've done, I, I attribute to you so many of the things that I've been able to do, particularly with Sherm in the last five years that I would have never done had I not met you. And just, just, just part of it is just some of the things that in ways you inspired me without even realizing it. And, and I just think about you've had, you, you've had, the, you know, here's just two of us here. You've had that effect on think of the number of people. I mean, it's gotta be humbling to think about, just the, the thousands of people that you've talked to. And, and like you said, one reached out to you today. I'm sure there's been so many that you could share with us. And it's just, it's just, it's just fascinating and it's humbling and it's, it's, it's cool. I mean, and I think, I mean, Tina Marie and I, I think we both, we both agree. It's like you, whether, whether you intend to do it or not, you, you, you change lives. Oh, that's incredible. And we said humbling a lot. Here's what's great. I don't get it. Uh, uh, my mom and dad were just the most amazing humans on the planet. My mom still is. <laughs> uh, but uh, a few years ago, she was named citizen of the village for the year. Okay. You know, and I'm like, oh, mom. You know, da, da, da. And I said, and all these people, row after row after people, Connie, you've done this. Connie, you've done that. Connie, you've done that. And she goes, well, thanks. I appreciate that. And I'm glad I was a part of your life and stuff. This was modeled for me not to be impressive to people, but to be accessible to people. Mm -hmm. And um, I think too many people aren't accessible in organizations. I think too many people aren't accessible as um, HR speakers, as um, HR professionals, and it's just a miss. I mean, my gosh, I've met some of the coolest people who do amazing things all over the world. And to hear their story 
Pleasure. Makes my day. You got to meet your son. He gave me a llama, Tina Marie. I know. Doggone. How cool is that? You know, um, we could go on and on. I really hope when people hear this or attend that, that they define those nuggets, whatever those are for them. If it's at the smart stage, if it's at a mega session, if it's at a keynote, if it's in the vendor hall, you know, find that nugget where you genuinely connect with at least one person who can be a resource for you and you for them going forward. All right. Well, that challenge accepted and hopefully everyone that's listening will, will accept that challenge as well. All right. Well, I want to thank you, Steve. Uh, on, on behalf of Tina Marie and I, obviously we appreciate it. Um, this is a, this is truly an honor for us. Uh, I mean, it's just, obviously it's great to talk to you and hopefully um, you can have a full house at both of your sessions. I know that you will, and uh, it, it's going to be fun hearing you again and, and, and seeing you obviously that's going to be a, uh, it's going to be wonderful. Like you said, just getting together. We're all, we're all looking forward to that. Um, for those that are going and even those that aren't, hopefully they'll be following us. Um, as, as I mentioned, the three of us, along with about uh, 18 more of our friends will be uh, a part of the Sherm 22 influencer team. And so you can follow us on social media, hashtag Sherm 22, hashtag Sherm 22 influencer. Um, and again, uh, Thanks again, and on to uh, on to Nola in just a few weeks. Woohoo! See you in a few weeks. Bye.